0: Uh, we are starting, uh, chapter 21, uh, uh um, which is, is, uh, the title in, in the, is, uh, Lord Krishna's explanation of the Vedic path, uh, or the other title given, uh, in, um Anaswami's translation of uh, Vishnu Chakravarti's commentary is pros and cons of karma yoga which is a little more precise i think um, because because uh, uh, here if if you if you you look at the uh, BBT edition there's uh, in the, there's always a, a long introduction which is kind of a summary of all the verses, but the first paragraph, this is what Prabhupada did, and they follow it, first paragraph uh, of the chapter summary is it does the whole chapter, and then the next paragraph sort of goes verse by verse. So you try to figure out how does this follow, but that's what's happening. For the summary uh, paragraph, there are persons who are unfit for all three forms of yoga, karma, jnana, and bhakti, they are inimical to Lord Krishna, attached to sense gratification, and are dominated by fruitive activities and fulfill fruitive activities aimed at fulfillment of material desires. This chapter describes their faults in terms of place, time, substance and beneficiary of actions so that's basically what it's about is <laughs> about is about the 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 karma khanda portion of the vedas uh, um, the previous chapter you you recall described well it described nishkama uh, nishkama karma yoga karma yoga uh, without a, that is yoga without attached to the fruits, nishkama, karma yoga, Jnana uh, uh, yoga, and bhakti yoga. Right? All people who are going up. Uh, what about people who are attached to the fruits? What's provision as the Vedas for them? That's this chapter. Just so you know. <laughs> You could say, why do we have to know all this? Well, it's this actually, actually, this whole you know eleventh canto has been dumbed down for everybody, and it's called the Bhagavad Gita. I mean, I shouldn't speak of it, <laughs> quite, quite, better. but it's very simple. You know, I mean, all this is explaining Sarvadarman Pradajja Mame Kam Shadamda raja and Krishna hits all these points. But now for Uddhava, who's a deeply inquisitive, philosophical devotee, he gives this more detailed explanation. And that's what's in the 11th canto, basically. Uh, So there's two conversations. There's with Krishna and Arjuna on the battlefield. And then later there's a conversation with Krishna and Uddhava after it's all over Krishna is about to leave interesting huh? and, uh, that's the setup so here uh, uh, let me just give a little bit of a uh, overview of this uh, this chapter in terms of the first uh, the the topic of, of the sense enjoyers introduced that's the first verse which we'll cover today and then it talks about varieties of evaluation of what's good and bad, uh, or suitable or unsuitable, or auspicious or inauspicious, in different uh, characteristics. Uh, and it, speaking of this, and then Krishna says, he says a you know a couple of general principles. Second and third verse are general principles. Uh, what is the for the proper determination of what is good and bad in various circumstances and then he talks about he starts to talk about I'm telling all this now uh, this way of life for those bearing the burden of mundane religious principles mm-hmm. uh, and then they start about uh, how Krishna says he's established what is Proper or improper in all different categories to kind of restrict material activities from getting too bad. And then he talks about purification of place and time and objects uh, and of the, of the person, oneself, of mantra and karma. And then. Uh, he talks about relativity and the consideration of piety and sin. Then a uh, the big section of the faults of the path of sense enjoyment. Uh, and uh, then uh, the provisions made by the Vedas for those engaged in sense enjoyment. Uh, and the sort of conclusion... Uh, well, no, not the conclusion. It's a long chapter, actually. Uh, it, goes, it goes up to 43 verses... Another big section is after talking about the provisions made by the Vedas of sense enjoyment is the inability of sense enjoyers to understand the Vedas. Uh, and then, uh, then he talks when he talks about the Vedas. He then, from text 35 to the end of the chapter 43, he, he describes the 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 uh, exoteric and esoteric features of Vedic sound. Esoteric means hidden and exoteric what's what's easily apparent. Uh, because the Vedic sound is, is 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 obviously got all these layers and different people are going to be able to perceive it different ways. So uh, uh, so he when when you're talking about the Vedas you're talking about sound. Uh, uh, we think of the Vedas as books, but that's a later production originally it's just spoken yeah. and then because people's memories failed, they started to write them down and so on okay, so that's that that's that's what happens uh, in in uh, the, this chapter so so let's uh. and I'll start with the first verse Uh, let me say uh, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya so text one, I'll read it Sri Bhagavan Uvātya Yaetam Mat bhakti jnana Kriatakan shudran kamams chalai pranayana chushanta samsaranti te so so here here the the uh,
1: uh
0: Translation: The Supreme Personality of Godhead said, "Those who give up these methods for achieving Me, these methods being what's been spoken of as the three. Well, this this takes up for the last thing. So, so detached uh, material activities, uh, uh, karma yoga, jnana yoga, and bhakti yoga." Basically, that's the three things he said. We'll see. Go back and look at the last. This takes up just for the last chapter. So, those who give up these methods, the ones that he's just spoken of in the last verse, these methods for achieving me, well, here he says, yeah, it's here in the text, which consists of devotional service, analytic philosophy, and regulated execution of prescribed duties, and instead being motivated by the material senses cultivate insignificant sense gratification, certainly undergo the continual cycle of material existence so that's that 's really the topic these what 's done for these people uh, so he says, so, because the word is there that, that that path or that means for achieving me. Uh, these three and then he says uh, and they consist of bhakti jnana and kriya Uh, devotional service jnana being analytical philosophy jnana yoga and kriya yoga you could say Uh, uh, or or, uh, work here they say regulated execution of prescribed duties Um, that's the way they translate it here uh, but Vishnu Chakravarti con- considers that, uh, uh is karma, karma. In other words, it's not just regulated, per- prescribed duties, but regulated, prescribed duties without attachment to the results. Then it becomes a mean of transcendence. If you're attached to the results, then you're the ones crit- Krishna criticized in the Bhagavad Gita, Want to go to the heavenly planets? They're bewildered by the Vedas, and so on. Uh, That's in the Bhagavad Gita, Uh, and this that part of this chapter is why the Vedas bewilder people, why they seem to be being misled sometimes by the uh, flowery words of the Vedas, and so on. Promise all these uh, nice things if you just follow. Uh, uh, so, uh, when Banaswami translates this verse, this first verse, uh, he says, Those who give up my methods, bhaktigyana and nishkama karma, and instead cultivate insignificant sense enjoyment by the fickled senses, undergo continual cycle of material existence. So that, that's the explicit understanding. Regulated execution of prescribed duties is not exactly mukpaka in the strictest sense. That's some path that leads to me. If you want to take it some path that is prescribed by me, then yeah. Remember that karmis, that is sense gratifiers who are regulating sense gratification, they go up. They, at least they go to the heavenly planets or they take a better birth in the material world materially better birth in the material world they advance socially uh, in, in the material world they they the certain things that that, that that you you're supposed to get as a result of past pious activities uh, are uh, born in an a elevated or distinguished family uh, 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 good looks, <laughs> wealth. Notice those th- being a good family and wealth are, are different. But <laughs> in the olden days, a uh, uh, good education and, and good looks. Did I say that good looks are. Yeah. So those those things that are sort of handed to you at birth. Except for a good education, but just having the opportunity for a good education is often uh, there, uh, very beginning of birth. These are all signs of some pious activities in your previous life, generally. So that's the, that's the that path that leads upward. It doesn't lead out of the material world, uh, only indirectly. It would do, do so, not, not of itself. It would lead out of the material world if you began to trust the words of the Vedas and got some gradual, deeper understanding of what else is in there. Uh, so that at least trust in Vedic wisdom or knowledge or direction, I should say, direction is a good thing. So it's kind of preliminary. But you, you can call that matbata. Krishna's a path laid out by Krishna. But if you consider it a path laid to Krishna, then it would have to be Nishkama karma. Because Vishwanath Chagavarti says, in, in, uh, in uh, his commentary, he says, in the, in the commentary of this first verse, he kind of summarizes the overview of the chapter. He says, in the 21st chapter, the good and bad aspects of those involved in karma are discussed, and the meaning of the scriptures in this regard is explained. Sakama karma is criticized. That is, karma means sense gratification. So, sakama karma, activity with sa, is with with sense gratification. Uh, that's what's criticized, sarkama karma. Then he makes a little grammatical point and then he says, uh, in this verse, then he says, bhakti gives attainment of the Lord. Jnana gives attainment of impersonal Brahman. Nishkama karma indirectly gives impersonal Brahman. Uh Sakama karma gives svarga or earthly kingdom. So I I appreciate that neat division. Uh, By indirectly, I assume that most people following Nishkama, Karma, will go to next thing they'll take up Jnana. But it's also, of course, supportive of Bhakti Yoga. Uh, and, And in the beginning of the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna spends some time describing it as, as nishkama, uh, karma, a, a, as beneficial uh, for, for uh, bhakti yoga. But ultimately, if you just do your work to please me, automatically nishkama is, is, is there. Anyway, so that's his, his, his uh, take. The DDT purport. It's short, I'll read the whole thing. As clearly explained by Lord Krishna in the previous chapters, philosophical analysis and also the performance of prescribed duties are ultimately meant for achieving Krishna consciousness or pure love of God. Devotional service based on hearing and chanting the glories of the Lord directly engage the conditioned soul in the Lord's loving service and thus is the most efficient means of achieving the Lord. All three processes, however, share a common goal, Krishna consciousness. Now the Lord describes those who being completely absorbed in material sense gratification do not adopt any authorized means to achieve the Lord's mercy. Currently Hundreds of millions of unfortunate human beings fit squarely into this category and, as described here, perpetually suffer the bondage of material existence. There's no release. It seems to me that when they talk about performance of prescribed duties, they are understanding it as performing them for the sake of Krishna, Uh, or as a kind of nishkama karma yoga. Uh, uh, so, so that's 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 when it says explanation of the Vedic path. This is the Vedic path they're talking about mostly. Uh, so then, uh, yeah, there, there, there's a word in here: shudran kaman. Uh, insignificant sense gratification. Uh, the word kshudran means, means that tiny, little, very small trifling. But it also can mean low and vile. Uh, it's another word that they didn't use here. Uh, uh, so they don't think very highly. The your, your word shudran is a real put-down. It's practically worthless, even though you spend a lot of money on it and make uh, big conspicuous displays of your wealth uh, for everybody else to envy you. It's still shudron. It's not important. Uh, So this verse
1: uh,
0: follows directly. Uh, from the final verse of of, of the last chapter. If you have a book in front of you, you flip back. Uh, And Krishna says, uh, Persons who seriously follow these methods of achieving me, which I have personally taught, attain freedom from illusion, and upon reaching my personal abode, they perfectly understand the absolute truth. Uh, uh uh we talked about how here he usually uh following Prabhupada we think of them as kind of one thing after another but that's not the order they're given in the verse <laughs> uh, and, and so uh, uh, uh here they they uh, uh achieve uh, uh um uh, freedom from illusion. Now, this is the way they do it. Dear. Freedom from illusion. My personal abode in Brahman Parman, and They they know directly the Brahman Paramatman. But Sri Swami doesn't follow that order. So they he say they 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 achieve uh, freedom uh, uh, three different things: uh, uh, Shemum, security, you know, security, freedom from birth or death referring to the Sakama uh, karma people. Uh they they achieve uh, uh Brahma Paraman, the the uh, uh impersonal Brahman, or they achieve Matstana, Mayavupo, depending on whether it's karma, jana, bhakti, shaman security. Uh, oh, oh, uh, uh, in that sense. So, so do, 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 but these are the three ways that, that Krishna has has uh, has sanctioned here. so those are the three that are referred to in in this first verse and now uh, in the second verse uh, he re- here here's a line he repeats a line that had already appeared in the last chapter if it's repeated it's important mean, you know, something but you know that that's a sign that it's uh, so this begins. Say, uh, "Swayamdivaree ya nista Saguna Parikirtitaha." Excuse me, Parikirtitaha. Dipariayas tu doshas ciad ubayor eisha nischaaya. This is translated here as uh, steadiness uh, in one's own position is declared to be actual piety. Uh, uh, guna uh, as, as, as actual piety, whereas deviation from one's position is considered uh, uh, dosha, uh, a fault in piety. In this way, the two are definitely ascertained. So, uh, text in the last chapter, uh, this this text was there. Uh, uh, in text uh, twenty-six, this this line this this li- this line was you'll you'll find it there. And what prompted uh, this whole discussion in the la- this chapter and the last chapter was Krishna's statement at the end of chapter nineteen, the final text: guna uh, dosha dushya dosha gunas tu kubaya varjitaha he says uh, uh, to see good and bad is itself a bad quality <laughs> the best quality is to transcend seeing good and bad uh, because he had just given a whole elaborate description of good and bad qualities uh, answering uh, the the question of Uddhava. Uh and so he said there's no need for a more elaborate discussion of good and bad qualities, since to see good and bad is itself a qual- bad quality. The best quality is to transcend seeing uh, good and bad, uh, 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 or to uh, set aside both of them. Uh, and that prompts the, the, the questions of Uddeva, uh, of, wait a minute.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, all that stuff, uh, you, the Vedas are full of that, and if people don't do good and bad, and so on. he has all, the, all he's gets a little confused now, and so much of the Vedas is concerned with that. Uh, so now you know, Krishna really is giving a very, very thorough discussion of, 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 of uh, how the Vedas work. Uh, in, in 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 this connection, uh, uh, the way the way Banu Swami translates this text, being fixed according to one's qualification, uh, adhikara. This word adhikara uh, means means precisely that qualification. Uh, here they say one's own position, but it means you know, what, what, you, what you are, what your position you belong in according to your qualifications. Yeah. Uh, uh, so uh, being fixed according to one's qualifications is a good quality, and to be fixed in something of not something not of one's qualification is a bad quality. So there's a relativity of what is your platform. This is how good and bad are determined. So in in, uh, uh, Sridhar Swami's uh, uh, commentary, which is quite long, but uh, it's it's very interesting uh, what he has to say, starts with a quotation, which is... uh, What uh, the quotation is Uddhava. Sridhar Swami often does this, tells you what's going on or elaborates more carefully what what Uddhava has said or is thinking that Krishna is responding to. So Uddhava is saying uh, in this elaboration, I asked you what a good quality is and what a bad quality is. You answer that it is a fault to see good and bad in the devotees and a good quality not to see good and bad in them. That's how he takes that, that, that uh, statement. Uh, um, I have this doubt. If someone has faith in your topics and is qualified for pure bhakti but by faith falls under the control of karmis, karmis or dhyanis, follows them and performs karma, distasteful as drinking medicine, while practices jnana, is seeing a fault in his bhakti, a bad quality, and not seeing a fault, a good quality. Moreover, if someone, this <laughs> pretty deep, huh? If someone, a karmi or dhyani, does not obtain complete faith in bhakti, since he does not obtain mercy of great devotees, but by seeing the excellence of a devotee, just from a distance, no mercy from a devotee, but just admires him, gives up his duties according to his qualification, uh, with a desire to attain such excellences, that is, that he sees in devotees and begins worshiping the Lord, and announced that he is a devotee, <laughs> should one see good qualities or bad qualities in that imposter, a cheater of the world. <laughs> I, I, I'm just bringing it up, because it's a very interesting point that, 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 that that's here, and that's, that's quite true, that Vishnu Chakravati Thakur is making, to, to actually achieve uh, uh, the, the qualification, the, what what causes the uh, one to become a bhakti, is one thing, and one thing only, the mercy of devotees. Mm-hmm. If you don't get that mercy, but then you are one of these people that admires the devotees and wants to be like them, but still doesn't have the mercy, and decides I'm going to do that too, and he starts to practice. Uh, um, so, uh, should it, is there, should you see good qualities or bad qualities in that person? Anyway, that often happens. Uh, um, that that what, that that one imitates rather than follows in the footsteps, and 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 and, and, and that's why. Um, so then, so Krishna's response is: "Igavishu not chakravarti." fluffing it out here. Please hear about the nature of good and bad qualities. The jnani fixed in his qualification for jnana and the karmi fixed in his qualification for karma are approved as good. However, because both cannot give their results by themselves, that is both jnana and karma, cannot give their results by themselves Karma and jnana must be performed with a mixture of bhakti; otherwise, they do not give any result. So this is very much a theme of Vishnu Chaturthi Thakur. that that uh, uh, that that there has to be some tinge of bhakti. So there, even in the jnani and the karmi, there is some tinge of bhakti. Uh, Uh, And uh, he explains, like, for example, that when you follow Vedic sacrifice, he explains in another place, when you follow Vedic sacrifices, you're worshipping various devas, and you have mantras worshipping the gods. Uh, But, you know, included in that is worship of Vishnu. So, therefore, there's a little (laughs) bhakti. There's a mixture of bhakti. Otherwise, even even by them that even that, that's necessary for them to be successful. And then he quotes from Bhagavatam one five twelve Nice karmya apya varjitam varujitam uh, anashobate malam niranjanam Even in the stage even the stage of jnana without the bondage of karma, nice karmya, uh if the void of bhakti to the Supreme Lord is not glorious. Uh, uh, uh. On the other hand, being fixed in bhakti, as is done by the shuddha bhakta, the pure devotee, that's where this term comes from, pure devotee and shuddha bhakta, uh, is a good quality. Being fixed in bhakti, is, as the way he does it, since bhakti has the power to give its own results, bhakti should not be performed with any mixture of karma or jnana, since those processes cannot give independent results anyway. Uh, and then he quotes from 111132 uh, 11, Dharman. Uh, a person who, understanding the good and bad aspects of dharma as taught by me, gives up all his duties and simply worships me to the best of all. Uh, and then he quotes from the previous verse, uh, a previous chapter, excuse me, Tasman uh, Madhukta uh, that's 112031. Uh, Therefore, for a devotee engaged in bhakti with mind fixed on me, the cultivation of knowledge and renunciation is generally not beneficial. He says, By this it is understood that if there's a mixture of karma or jnana, pure bhakti disappears. To be fixed in the opposite, someone else's qualification is a fault. This is how good and bad are determined. Uh, so that's that's the commentary, it's translated by by uh, ba- Banu, Banu Swami. The BBT gives a very long purport which we don't have time to, to go through. Uh, but they, uh, in detail. So, so here, here this, this purport talks about this kind of gradual path of elevation. In the lower stages of human life, one is entangled in false identification with the gross material bodies and desires to execute material, fruitive activities based on society, friendship, and love. When such materialistic activities are offered in sacrifice to the Supreme Lord, one becomes situated in karma yoga. That is to say, it's not karma, but it's karma yoga. Uh, 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 By regulated sacrifice, one gives up the gross bodily concepts of life and advances to the stage of realization of spiritual knowledge whereby one understands oneself to be an eternal spirit soul Free from di- completely different from the material body and mind, feeling relief from the pangs of materialism, one becomes a very attached to one's spiritual knowledge, and then one is situated in the stage of jnana yoga. Uh, as the candidate further advances on the spiritual path, he understands himself to be part and parcel of the Supreme Soul, the personality Godhead, Lord Krishna. He sees and he then sees that his conditional life as well as his spiritual knowledge was obtained from the supreme from the personality of Godhead who awards the results of all types of activities, both pious and sinful, by directly engaging in the loving service of the Supreme Lord and understanding oneself to be the Lord's eternal ser- service, servant. One's attachment evolves into pure love of Godhead. The first one gives up the lower stage of attachment to the material body. Notice there's still a higher stage. (laughs) The lower stage of attachment to the material body, and then subsequently gives up attachment to cultivation of spiritual knowledge. This relieves one of material life. Finally one recognizes the Lord himself as the resting place of one's eternal love and fully surrenders to God in full Krishna consciousness. So this is a slightly different perspective. Vishnath uh, Charkhavarti, when he talks, he's talking from the highest position. Uh, and if you're practicing pure bhakti and you start having jnana and karma come in, then it's a fault. But going up, there's bound to be mixtures, you know? Uh, uh, and it, but it, so if, but what you do is, is, we ask a question. Is it favorable or unfavorable for my advancement in Krishna consciousness? That's our really our standard of judgment. I may be here or here or here or here in advancement, but if I'm fixed on advancing in Krishna consciousness uh, 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 and I judge things whether they're favorable or unfavorable, and therefore I keep on advancing, then that's 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 good. Uh, Uh, um. So having having explained that here, Lord Krishna explains in this verse that one who is still attached to the material body and mind cannot artificially give up the prescribed duties of karma yoga. Uh, In the same way, one is a spiritual neophyte, shouldn't... uh, just beginning should not artificially try to think of the Lord's intimate pastimes 24 hours a day. So they want to apply this to, to you know your your qualification, what you are qualified uh, to do. Uh, so it may be good; it's a good thing to uh, sit all day and night and simply hear Krishna's Vrindavan lila. It's definitely good, but not. Good for those people who are not qualified to do it. For those people who are not qualified, uh, they have to make further advancement to come to that platform. So there's this element of relativity of good or bad, even within the path of bhakti yoga. So they're uh, explaining this here. Uh,
1: um
0: And so this is the way they then they give, they give, DBT gives its, on, on, here, their understanding of the, the Vishnu Chakravarti's purport at the in, uh, end of the
1: uh,
0: page uh, 367. Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur points out that, on, that occasionally a neophyte devotee may be polluted by the association with those enthusiastically executing fruit of activity in middle speculation. See, that's what he means when he says there's a, it becomes a bad, when they're mixed, it becomes a bad quality. Such a devotee's religious activities uh, may be affected by mundane tendencies. Similarly, an ordinary person who observes the exalted status of a pure devotee, uh, it may not be that. they may, uh, it may just be his, his high position and esteem in other people's eyes, you know. But something that attracts them to them, uh, you know. Uh, sometimes externally imitates the devotee's activities, considering himself to be on the same exalted platform of pure devotional service. These imperfect practitioners of bhakti yoga are not exempt from criticism since their are fruitive activities, mental speculations, and false prestige are material intrusions in the pure, love service, pure loving service of the Lord. So they, they, they hear about the glories of a the devotee, they want to be like that, but they, I mean, they don't mention here, what Vishwanath Chakravarti, they have not attained the mercy of a pure devotee. Uh, that's, uh, that's uh, uh, to, to me, a, a very important point. Um, so but they do explain this clearly uh, pure devotees engaging exclusively in the Lord's service should not be criticized but a devotee whose devotional service is mixed with material qualities may be corrected so they can rise to the platform of pure devotional service um, so, anyway so that's a, that's, a, that's a particular application of this idea one should, one should understand people's platforms or well, pe- people's adhikar, holding their adhikar, uh, and, and if you're following your adhikar, so you you may, you you uh, and, and in the beginning, you be you may be mixed. Uh, we we could, that has a term. It's karma mishra bhakti, jana mishra bhakti, uh, and uh, to a person who's performing bhakti but that's mixed with some karma. Uh, it's not a good idea to blow him out of the water because hes it's, it's not pure. Uh, criticize him and find fault with him because it will discourage him from, from practicing bhakti. But Gradually, you see, encourage the bhakti and gradually the gradually the, the other stuff will go away. Or you can try to just explain to them that the, the, the ultimately, what's your next step in advancement? And it may be, you know, giving up this or stop doing that. And that, that's also to encourage them to advance. And that, that, as far as you know, seeing a fault, uh, if there, there, that 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 would be done for the purposes of helping people. Not for the purposes of finding out somebody who has the same fault you does, but more glaringly, so you feel better about yourself, uh, and so on. That's that's uh, that's another thing. That's, um, that's uh, not favorable. Uh, so here, here, anyway, here the principle is laid down that, that uh, according to your adhikar, your qualification, you should be steady in that position. Uh, and this is uh, piety, uh, a, a good quality. They call it using piety and impiety. And the opposite of that is dosha, a fault. this way you you determine it.
1: Um,
0: so the, so these these things uh, it's not exactly relativity in the sense there's all relative, but because you can determine what are people's positions. But what's good and bad are relative to what their positions are, uh, what their qualifications are. So that's the, that's the, the, the principle. So having stated that, uh, that this principle here uh Krishna will now go on uh, we don't have time to go on I think this this this, this class uh, uh, to uh, uh, talk about how to evaluate various a- aspects of life uh, 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 according to... Um, uh, uh, analyzing religious principles, analyzing ordinary dealings, analyzing physical survival, uh, the the kind of uh, discriminations of what's good and bad are are, are various. So anyway, that'll that'll be surveyed in the next text. So we'll 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 get into that in a little more detail. Uh, we'll read that text extra. Next class. Okay, let me now go to questions and answers. Okay, I I will uh, and uh, turn up the volume, so everybody, to hear that. So the people who are on the conference call can hit star six and uh, unmute your phone, which is muted by the system, uh, and speak so we can all hear, and then re-mute, mute the phone again after after we've finished, and the people uh, on Ustream can... Uh, they can uh, I can... Uh, and we'll be shared with all of us here. Oh.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I put on a speaker, just a second. Oh, yeah. And the speaker is on
1: here on my phone, too. Okay, the first question is from Dinesh Krishna. This is Hare Krishna Maharaj. How does how, how is seeing good in the devotee bad? You mentioned seeing good and bad in the devotee is not
0: good. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the devotee is an advanced devotee, a pure devotee, then seeing good and bad is not good. Uh, one, with those, those people on, on their, their platform... Uh, this, this is the way uh, uh, Vishnu Chakravarti under, understands this. Uh, 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 what, then, if if, if a devotee is less than a pure devotee, it doesn't. It means that there may be some some defect uh, or, or something they can do to advance in Krishna consciousness. So, uh, um, what, one, one consider that if one, uh, but one should view them favorably. Uh, one should say that this person who is committed on the path of devotional service and is making spiritual advancement. If there is some fault, it should not maybe, should be taken very seriously. And if he has some uh, accidental fall down, uh, he should still be considered saintly. Because uh, it, do- it doesn't actually, uh, when you say a pure devotee, let's say somebody who is uh, as committed to the path of pure devotional service. That person who's committed to the path of pure devotional service may make a mistake but because they they uh, they they are committed to the path and if they make a mistake they regret it they repent they are remorseful and they do everything they can to get back on the path those people should not be should still be considered sadhu. this is krishna's statement in the in the bhagavad gita those people however who are not committed to the path or have mixed something in with their devotional service as a habitual activity for which they are not sorry for or regretful of or don't see it's, it's, it's not productive, those people are different. Of course, in the Hare Krishna movement, we have all kinds.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: but, but, so, uh, you know, there's really the purely elevated... Uh, 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 very highly advanced, voting. they don't. They, there's no fall down, but uh, and those people may also may may do things that looks bad that you you should not criticize. Uh, uh, you, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Uh, you, you shouldn't uh, think that that. Uh, 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 you know better than they do. Uh, if they, 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 they do something. Uh, you know, and this is a, you know, if you see that Nityananda is coming out of a wine shop, you should not criticize. I mean, there are certain people, uh, I mean, the, 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 the Kumaras were cursed because when Brahma seemed to have a sexual attraction to his daughter. Uh, they they criticized him, and they 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 were they were had to take birth uh, as, as, as um, demons or something, or some some bad birth for a while. You know, so so these these things, are, you know, somebody who's like in a really exalted position, and we don't believe in this anymore because in our age of democracy, because. <laughs> But, but, uh, but anyway, that's, that's the Vedic principle. Uh, 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 so, so sometimes, this is described in the Chaitanya Bhagavat, you know, that when Lord Chaitanya was in, in ecstasy, uh, drool would come out of his mouth and come out of his nose and smear his body. And uh, you could criticize, is that very clean? <laughs>
1: You know, is, it, is
0: this, the, 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 these, the, these extreme states of ecstasy, aren't they a distraction from orderly life? Is this good? You, you, one might do that. <laughs> so so the, these things are, uh, 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 so, so very elevated people, uh, one should be very careful uh, about them. That's a, 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 a principle
1: uh,
0: in uh, this way. Uh,
1: uh. Kendra asks, can you give an example of an ordinary person who, quote, sometimes externally imitate the abilities, activities, and contrast that to attempting to practice bhakti yoga?
0: Well, of course, Vishnu Tarkavadi Chakra when he talks about this, he he he, he says the the reason uh, the the problem is they don't have the mercy uh, uh, of a of a devotee. That's that's what's behind it, and so that we understand from that that the attraction to Bhakti Yoga comes from something uh, uh, that's not exactly. Uh, uh, desires for spiritual advancement uh, and it and, and it may be that, that you you see some some devotee it att- attracts followers uh or, or you just think it's a really great guy i want to be like that person but then you just start doing it you see a sannyasi and you know you just put on saffron and start to try to do the same thing uh uh, uh and you you know so so the so the actual practicing devotees they don't reject you no problem you start your own temple you you, know, you, you attract followers and allows a lot of uh, pseudo religious stuff that goes along on, on that basis you're just attracted to them for some way uh, actually to to follow the the strict principles of Krishna consciousness, you're not so attracted to that, but you but you are attracted to that. Just you know, you see, you may see an advanced devotee. They're they're you know, indulgent. They're admired by different people. They you know, they have good qualities that you may admire. They're detached. They're whatever. They're charismatic. They say they're charismatic. They're charismatic people, and you want to be a charismatic person, too. Uh, you want that. And so you... you. Uh, and if you, you want that because you, you, you want it for your own selfish reason, uh, not because you want to become a servant of Krishna, but because you want to be glorious in some ways, uh, that's not such a temptation in America because, you know, it's... It's not, at least in the United States, an exalted thing to be a Hare Krishna devotee. You know, you, you really have to become humble. Uh, uh, if you're a Westerner and you become a Hare Krishna devotee. In India, it's 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 a little different. And, uh, you know, as soon as you uh, put on a garb, people immediately bow down and touch your feet. I know they've been trained that way. You may you may want to do that for your your own own selfish reasons. Those people eventually run into problems, but but uh, this this is what they do, and then you know to, to to they they have some ways of making a show and and and, uh, and uh, substituting.
1: Uh, uh,
0: different uh, things for the real thing. Uh, material talent, for example, can can masquerade as advanced devotion service.
1: And the follow-up question.
0: Yeah,
1: joining Dinesh's question and Kendra's question. What? If you were just speaking about how we need to be very careful about not criticizing people in exalted positions, mm-hmm. but we also see, especially in this day and age, we, there are, we, it happens that people imitate mm-hmm. exalted devotees. Mm-hmm. So where, where where do we get left And you know, should not criticize the exalted devotees, so if somebody has a position externally of an exalted devotee, mm-hmm. imitating an exalted mm-hmm. devotee that isn't yeah had not to be yeah, sure you know.
0: sure uh, I, I would say in two things one it, it's it, it's it's uh, you're not supposed to give up your intelligence right. you know there there one time one time in new york temple there was there there was a, a, a leader there during Prabhupada's time that people considered to be a very exalted devotee. He was a sannyasi. And and he got married. He got married to someone that was considered to be an heiress. turned out she wasn't. She was a con artist, but thought she was an heiress. And that uh, it's her huge fortune, and that would bring uh, something to the movement of wonderful... So he got married. Uh, Even though the world, world was quite quite like much older than he was. But he had devoted followers. He said, yeah, he's so devoted, he renounced renunciation. He's so renounced, he renounced renunciation for the movement, you know. And it turned out it was all a fake thing, and, and, and the whole temple was for some time quite misled uh, uh, while, while various principles of Krishna consciousness were Fragrantly violated, even in the deity worship, you know, things being offered to the deities and the thieves, fish and stuff like that. But anyway, these, these different things happen. Uh, and uh, uh, and uh, when, when, this, uh, when it came to light, uh, and it was finally brought to Prabhupada's attention, he, and people told him about it, what was going on, there was two two different things that he did. First of all, he praised the devotees for continuing to serve under those difficult positions because there was, a, it was an ISKCON temple, and so they were you know, doing their devotional service, even though they were being severely mistreated, actually, and all those things. But he also, he also said that they should have known better uh, and, and he said, he said you should surrender, but you should never surrender your intelligence. That is your ability to discriminate. That uh, that 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 is not something you give up in order to follow somebody that you had to become an idiot. And people, I've seen people make themselves foolish in order to follow somebody that they've devoted themselves to, and they they really. They really do a calculated act of, 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 uh, of not seeing things right in front of their face almost. These things can happen. Uh, 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 so you shouldn't, you, so uh, I, it's a delicate consideration uh, in, in some ways, uh, because Prabhupada did have praise for them for doing something uh but no and also for not doing something <laughs> so 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 uh, uh, both, both of both of these things are there one one also should should not become cynical if you see some faults in you know people that are in high positions or thought of very highly by a mass of people, but you can discriminate some faults in them you should not start to thinking that everyone's like that. I remember when, when, I, when I became, when I became a, 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 becoming a devotee. Uh, at that time, I was a graduate student in the Department of Religious Studies, and our, the chairman and founder of the Religious Studies Department was a person who had been a truth seeker uh, in, in the style of the the. Uh, 50s, 60s, and 70s, and going around to various gurus and sadhus and wise men and holy men. And he had written an article about when he stopped looking for truth and began seeking truthful men, and that was his big thing—a seeker of truth, you know—and and these exalted persons. But he started this religion department. But at the same, he was an academic. But that was his his, his thing, and. Uh, and uh, I didn't realize, so So when I encountered devotees and discovered Sri Prabhupada, I went to him to tell him that, that I had, you know, found a spiritual master. Uh, and, and I, you know, as a graduate student, they had given me big scholarships and stuff like that. Uh, and, and and when I told him this, that I'd found a spiritual master, a, a, pure spiritual teacher, he became really angry. And he says, they
2: all have feet
0: of clay. <laughs> if they all have feet of clay. He thought I was delusional, you know. And that was his experience. So, so you know, what... Uh, uh, so one should not become like that. They don't all have piece of play. Uh, 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 and uh, and uh, we should determine whether people are rightly determined, uh, right, rightly situated in their determination. We should be able to, to, to judge that. They may not be perfect, but they're rightly situated in, in de- de- their determination. That's, that's that's what's uh, 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 necessary uh, for for us to do. Um, but one should not become a fool to remain in the Hare Krishna movement. One one, one should one should one should not lose that discrimination. If you're not sure? Talk to somebody. You know, that, uh <laughs> <laughs> Once to write a letter to a lady who was asking him all kinds of questions, like, Is it all right to to pick Tulsi Davy using pick to, uh, so Tulsi leaves by using scissors?" He asked a lot of questions like this, mm-hmm. and he said, "As far as questions mm-hmm. like this one, he says, "Use your common sense,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and if you don't have any, ask someone who does." <laughs> <laughs> So use your intelligence and if you not sure.
1: You,
0: know, you can consult with other people, preferably people that have more intelligence. Of course, you may not be intelligent enough to know who's intelligent. I understand that. <laughs> okay, thank you. Uh, Sandy
1: has a question on the phone.
0: Sandy, are you there? Yes, I am. Hey, we can I hear you.
1: Can I, can you hear me? Yeah.
2: Oh. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay. I was just wondering. Um, you you made a, a statement from the text or uh, the the summary of the text about um, how you how you can tell how, where a person is. Um. I didn't really understand what it was you do to find that out.
0: Okay. Um, you, 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 have, you have to understand, you have to, have to know what the standards are. Right? Like, Prabhupada has very well given us the the um, principles of Krishna consciousness. And, right. And as a neophyte devotee, you know, the, 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 the beginning devotee, the intermediate devotee, and the advanced devotee, we have all kinds of criteria by, by which to judge these things, not just to judge other people, but of course to judge ourselves. And so we may be on different platforms. One should know these things. They're they're, they're described uh, uh, very nicely, uh, and uh, uh, then then. We should not know where we are. But al- also, um, the, 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 the other platform is, where, whether we're on the beginnings of devotional service or intermediate or or, the, or, or very advanced, we, we should, the really good thing is we should be advancing. It's not so much whether one is uh, here or here or here or here, you know. Uh, say if uh, you know uh, the the, high, the perfect score is a hundred, so you you may be you know <laughs> uh, twenty or forty or thirty or fifty or seventy. That's not so much what we need ultimately to be concerned about. The highest concern is wherever you are, are you? sincerely trying to become better. That should be the criterion, uh, at least for us who are in the, the path of Krishna Consciousness. Because in our movement we'll have people in many stages. We, we will never, we, uh, as more people come and more people join, there'll be more and more brand new people, uh, uh, and uh, some of us get stuck for some time in some particular place we want to stop people from getting stuck we pe- people should be wherever they are they should be trying to make advancement they uh, they, they shouldn't because other people settle down in a stuck position they, they, they have some big obstacle to devotional service and they really are not trying to give it up or not trying to overcome it they decide uh, they decide to accommodate it and make excuses for it and then say, well, everybody else is doing the same thing or, or, or something like And then start, you start to find fault with other devotees to feel better about yourself. These are some of the things that happen.
1: Right, right. Uh,
0: so w- one should just be, be, we have to be honest with ourselves. That's, that's like the crucial thing that, 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 that we, we should be honest and straightforward uh, with ourselves about ourselves and we should be trying sincerely to make advancement if what is the, what do i have to do and i making advancement usually even, even if i have to give something up the first thing i have to do is add something positive uh, because it is mercy that helps us give things up uh, because we, uh, our ideas become attracted to Krishna uh, uh, and to lose it, to de- attach to Krishna and detach from matter, in Prabhupada's concise phrase. So, uh, become detached from matter, the best thing is first become more and more attached to Krishna. And inc- do those things that are increase our attachment to Krishna. And then our attachment to, to matter will lessen uh, on its own, and we'll be able to do things or you know, give up things that formerly we couldn't do without attachment to Krishna. But anyway, we should be progressing.
2: Thank you. That's <laughs> that's good for me to hear.
0: Good. Okay. Hi, <laughs> Krishna.
1: Hi. Well. he has a question. Mm-hmm. Um, he asks, there was a time in Krishna conscious in the Krishna consciousness movement that the usage of the term Dharma was implicitly linked to dharma. In this verse, the term Dharma seems to be linked to Sanatana Dharma without referral to referral to daily profit-oriented activities. Does it mean that Krishna here is more concerned about the Jewish relationship to Him, rather than to other jiva's, as in case of social system. In other words, is Krishna really concerned with varnashram dharma rather than the spiritual path?
0: Uh, uh, he, here, he's talking about the spiritual path, uh, but and in, in, uh, uh, doesn't reject varnashram dharma and that's also supportive of the spiritual path I mean and Prabhupada wouldn't have wanted to to institute it uh, uh, if he didn't try but his reasons his reasons, uh,
1: in, the, in the very
0: beginning uh, of his commentary on Bhagavatam, the, the, the verses uh, written, the ones written before he came to America he states that in this age Varnashram Dharma is impractical Uh, then later on he wanted to uh, institutionalize it and they said to Prabhupada but I thought that devotees are beyond varnashram dharma you're above it and and Prabhupada said are they devotees? he says if they're devotees why are they falling down? (laughs) so so, uh, he, and he, he wanted to, to, to institutionalize. Now, we haven't been able, very successfully, to do that. Uh, that's another issue, with starting with farm communities and rural life, because really, uh, if, uh, I, at least my own conclusion, is that, strictly speaking, Varnashram Dharma is almost impossible within a modern industrial civilization. Uh, because basically uh, there are only two classes: the, the the people that own everything, which is a very small, because and everybody else who works for them. And Prabhupada said this: in your society, uh, there are no uh, Kshatri- there are no kshatriyas and there are no brahmins. Everyone is a shudra, and there are a few vaishyas so when everyone is a Shudra and there are a few Vaishas, that is not, you know, Varna. <laughs> We're missing the top two Varnas. And Prabhupada's idea was with ISCON that we would eventually uh, be able to reinstitute it. Uh, I've come to give you a brain, he said the reporters, you know, meaning Brahmanas. So that's that's our position with that. But but uh uh, uh uh, j- just to say that I'm a household and I'm working doesn't necessarily mean that that varna, you know, varnas and ashrams are there. Uh, it, it's uh, it's a, it's a very very impartial. I mean, it's, that, excuse me, that's very partial kind of kind of uh, institutionalization of it. To have it done the way Prabhupada wanted it done, you have to have an a, a, a agrarian. Uh, civilization you, you, you in, in, industrial civilization just just won't work i mean you can have some technology in some industry, but it definitely has to be subordinate you'd have to have a situation in which you know food production and energy production was as local as possible uh, 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 and uh, and uh, uh, yeah, anyway, this is the whole topic there, but, but, uh, but, um, uh, so, but, but this, this, uh, and people sometimes think that being, uh, being, a, uh, that this phrase of Prabhupada, Daivi Varnashram Dharma, meant Varnashram Dharma for devotees, but that's not what it means. Daivi Varnashram Dharma was a phrase used by Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur meaning the Varnashram Dharma that's spoken by Krishna that is Varnashram Dharma which is not based on heredity nothing else Uh, that's not Daivi Varnash, Daivi means spoken by the Lord that's guna and karma are the qualifications for a varna and not Janma, birth he doesn't say birth Uh, so that's that. That's what divy varnashram dharma means. Uh, that, that varnashram dharma, would, simply because of people's qualities and their, and their work, they're they're good at de- doing. That that's what that's what de- de- determines it. Um, uh, uh, I mean, Krishna to be a pure devotee uh, doesn't mean necessarily that you have to become a renunciate, that you can't become a pure devotee while while acting as a kshatriya, while acting as a vaisha, that's another thing. Uh, And and, and so Krishna supports that system and you can can pursue pure devotional service while still doing that. And that's very favorable. Uh, so, so in that sense, it's, 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 it's not rejected, and it it's done in the proper way, it, it, it will be supportive of, of, of spiritual advancement. so
1: are those who are falling down in postures?
0: Possibly? Not necessarily in post- postures, but just above their qualification. I mean, the, when why are they falling down? Means you know, not just uh, accidental fall down, but a sort of sustained uh, level <laughs> of, of, of being fallen, uh, above 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 the, their qualification, and, and therefore they they, sh- they should practice uh, uh, basically the, the kind of. Nish karma, karma uh nish nish karma karma yoga here, where you're, you're practicing karma yoga as a devo- devoted to, to Krishna. Uh. Uh, Anything else? Yeah. You might have a question?
1: Mm-hmm. On. Yeah. So,
0: Dominique. Yeah. So, I had a comment. That,
2: um, it not it, it it, it, it's the same thing that you're saying, but I just wanted i heard it a little different um, I remember that question coming up about varnashram and it was kind of at a crucial time and it, I had heard the question where probably was asked isn't um art isn't Vaishnav transcendental to varnashram and um the Prophet's actual words were more um Vaishnava is not so cheap.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, yeah. And and he was concerned because in the name of being so transcendental, people were not following um, you know, um, just the rules of any society or what to speak of our own. So so then he started to talk more about it and then I also remember reading how if someone is on the highest platform even still to set an example, they will follow so that
1: people yeah, that's will true. see yeah.
2: you know, that yeah. it's important. You, you may be, like you were explaining to Sandy, you may be on the lowest platform or even if you're an you will still act um, in order to set an example um, properly. So I, mm-hmm. I just remember that it wasn't so much he said that are they really devotees? It was more like Vaishnavas. No, he never said
0: that. Not that he just said, if, 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 if we are Vaishnavas and we're, we're transcendental of Varnashram Dharma,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then that's when he said, uh, then why are they falling? They didn't say they weren't Vaishnavas, but why are they falling down if they're transcendental of Varnashram Dharma?
2: Yeah, no, no, I'm not really contradicting <laughs> Oh, I, should, I... I heard it a little different words, and,
1: okay. and I have to look it,
2: it up. You well, know, when they said, when you said, like, probably said, are they really devotees? I, I didn't hear that. I, I, I had just heard very, he, you know, in other words, whether whether they were vaisnavas, you know, not because he's quite liberal in saying how people were devotees, even if they just did a mm-hmm. little chant a heart, even a little.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, well, you know, it's sometimes the definition was contextual. <laughs>
2: yes. No, no, about? definitely, definitely. So we're just hearing from a different place. I'm not kind of like, I'm just adding. <laughs> so, okay. Yeah, sure. Well, you can hang up on me you now, unless I have one other
1: request. Yeah, go
0: ahead.
2: And, go ahead. Um, because I, uh, for reasons I missed the beginning class, but if Ramananda uh, is one of the people that called in uh, when the, everything is over, if you please call me, i appreciate it. What? What? Ramananda from Hawaii. He called in. If he is on this conference and trying to get a hold of him, so when the Oh, if Ramananda
0: over, in Hawaii is on the conference, so dominie is trying to get a hold of you. She can't. Yeah, so okay. I just
2: have to get you a know. message you want to him. to get she's yeah.
0: passing on a message. Okay. Okay,
2: sorry. <laughs> okay. okay, it's hard. It's difficult here right now. Okay, hi Krishna. Hi Krishna. <laughs> Anything else? <laughs> My
1: reduces, Thank you very
0: much.
1: Huh? Reduces, thank okay, you're
0: welcome. the questions. All right, so we'll stop there, and then we'll we'll uh, begin again next week with uh, text number three of Canto Eleven, Chapter Twenty One. Thank you very much.
1: Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai.